joined by two individuals today. I think this is the first time I've had two guests on the Daily Job Hunt podcast. We have Aaron Cohen, who is back-end developer at Elucian and a recent graduate of the Bloom Tech Institute, where he did his training and so forth in back-end development. And we also have Rachel Cohen, no relation, who is <laughs> Director of Operations and Coaching at Bloom Tech. And we're going to dive in to the job hunt and Aaron and Rachel's tips on, on standing out and landing an opportunity, especially in this market. Aaron recently um, obtained this role, so it's, it's, it's all sort of fresh. So welcome, both of you. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. having me. Absolutely. Let's start with Rachel. Tell us, like, big picture, your role and what you did in supporting Aaron most recently in his job hunt. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thanks so much, Joel. So uh, my role at Bloom Tech is to manage our career coaching team, uh, which is a big part of our school operations. So at Bloom Tech, every learner gets a coach assigned to them when they enroll, and that coach stays with them all the way until they're placed into a high-paying tech role. And the reason for that is because we want to make sure that folks are developing professionally, are ready to launch their job searches, and honestly, can kind of get placed as quickly as possible. Um, and so overseeing that team, as well as our job search program, which includes some proprietary job search tools, um, our office hours, events, um, as well as uh, working closely with our hiring partnerships team. So those are kind of the areas I focus on. Um, I One of the coaches on our team actually worked really closely with Aaron, so I won't take any credit for that data to day-to-day <laughs> support. What I will say is that I, I always saw Aaron engaging with our job search tools and products and raising his hand for like everything that we offer, which is what we encourage all of our Bloom Tech learners and job searchers to do. So I really appreciate that he utilized all of our resources um, and our relationships um, and that he was able to work really closely with one of our coaches. I love that. And, and Aaron, tell us about those tools and maybe paint a picture for the listener about what a, a standard job hunt might be if you're not part of an organization like Bloom Tech, if you're just on your own versus yeah. the, the tools and support that you received. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I just wanted to call out that, you know, it, when I was looking for something, you know, a program, training program to do the career services and kind of job hunt tools that Bloom Tech advertised, you know, publicly was one of the main drivers in selecting Bloom Tech as a place to study um, regardless. And also, I want to give Rachel some credit in that, you know, she was always responsive on Slack and answering questions, helping me find emails of people to reach out to you know, above and beyond all hours of the day. So I don't want, you know, you know, Casey, who was my coach, did a great job helping me, but Rachel also deserves some credit for that. Um, and I think that in terms of, you know, the job search, there's so much, even in a market like this, there are just so many listings and there's so much out there that it's overwhelming and very difficult to focus. And so I think that for a typical job hunter, without the support of a network like BloomTech, um, it's just trying to figure out, okay, which roles am I actually worth applying to? There's, you know, a form on a website where you put a resume and some, maybe some other information, but like, do I do a cover letter? You know, what what's actually going to get me across the line to just getting an interview, let alone a job offer? And so I think what something like Bloom Tech really offers is helping you narrow your focus and putting more effort into fewer actual applications so that, I mean, you still do a lot, but that each one kind of is is special and, and you come across, hopefully, you know, to the HR person, the hiring manager, whatever as like a person, not just like another resume in the pile on their desk. Absolutely. That's so key to 
to humanize the job hunt and, and showcase who you are and your specific value. So what was, to, Aaron, tell, tell us more about like the scope of your job hunt. How long were you searching? Tell us a little, a little more details yeah. of what the day-to-day was like. So I finished the kind of core of the BloomTech curriculum right around the um, end of November, early December. And then I was out of the country for three weeks traveling and basically just took some time off. Nobody's really hiring that aggressively over the holidays anyway. And then I came back in early January and really hit the ground running. And I started my job on March 27th. So that's about two months of searching. And then, you know, I got the offer in early March. Um, And I would say that that is definitely on on the um, fast side. And um, from what I mean, for me, what I was looking, what I was, what my strategy was, you know, kind of trying to take all the different buckets available for opportunities. So BloomTech has some companies that they partner with to kind of connect companies and graduates. There's different job, just kind of internal job boards and postings. And then there's advice that we get in terms of how to kind of search on our own to self-source roles. And every week I was trying to take advantage of all three buckets to say, you know, let's find, let's, if there's any partner opportunities to apply to all of those, if there's, you know, internal job postings to look at those and apply to all the ones that fit my, you know, my requirements and then trying, depending on how much that had gotten to then find, you know, a few more opportunities on my own. Um, that might've been things that were, you know, unique to me or, you know, through my personal network, through kind of things that might not appeal to everyone at BloomTech. So maybe they wouldn't come across their transom. Um, and with every application, it was, you know, submit the resume and then try to find someone to send a personal outreach email to rather than sending a cover letter or something more generic. Um, so that, so that even sometimes if you're rejected from kind of the automated system, there's someone in there that you have like a personal contact with and they can often say, Oh, oh, Hey, uh, I got the email from this person. Did you really take a good look at them or whatnot? Yeah, absolutely. That personalized touch is so key. And that's what we teach. It's like, you need to sell yourself, you need to connect with an actual human being. And, you know, we even say you don't necessarily need to go through the ATS, but that's an option if you want. But the key is like email a human being, you know, that's that's just so essential. Um, So Rachel, tell us about this, the hiring partner network at BloomTech, because that's, I think, a a key value prop in, in joining Joining BloomTech is you're getting that access to introductions and so forth. Give us a little more specifics about what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a hiring partnerships team that kind of goes after those relationships, takes inbound requests for those relationships. And really our partnerships uh, span from small and medium businesses to large enterprise um, hiring partners. Um, So for example, like our backend program was developed in partnership with Amazon, and they've been a huge hiring partner there. They have slowed down hiring over the past couple of quarters. So we've been doing a lot of work with our backend learners on self-sourcing their job searches and uh, hiring partnerships at small and medium-sized businesses as well. Um, but it really runs the gamut. Um, and that's been something that's really cool to see, like where which hiring partners engage with our learners. I would say the other thing I always like to call out about our hiring partners are folks come to hire from BloomTech because of the unique backgrounds and skills that our learners bring. And that's a huge selling point to us in the market also, right? So I always like to say to our learners, if a big company wants to hire like someone with a CS bachelor's degree, there's like tens of thousands of those people out there, right? They don't need to come to BloomTech to find those folks, but our hiring partners, small, medium, and these large enterprise businesses that we work with, 
why they come to us is because our learners come with like a wealth of background, previous professional experiences, the willingness to learn on their own, the drive to really engage with the curriculum, get through it, run their job search. Um, and that's really attractive to our hiring partners, past customer service experience, things like that. Um, and so it's a really great network of all different sizes. I mean, over Bloomtech's history, it's been hundreds of uh, hiring partners. And I think they come to us uniquely because our learners add such unique value. Yeah, there's a reputation there with people going through your program that are, it's a very, you know, in-depth curriculum. That's one of the strong the strengths of Bloomtech is the thoroughness of preparation. And and your 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 companies have a sense of that. Um, so tell us about um, tell us about the sort of presentation you might be you giving to a hiring manager, Aaron, about maybe your portfolio. You know, you're going through Bloom Tech and you are building real world projects, and it's not just you're you're trying to tell the hiring manager that you're awesome, but you can actually show them. Maybe that was maybe just more in the in the interview stage, but tell us about you know a, a huge element of what we preach is show don't tell, prove your ability to create value through through projects and portfolios. So I'm curious about that element and how that played in in landing your your position. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know in the back end space, this is a, an idea that's still developing because it's really a lot harder to have like an interesting cool portfolio when you're like building APIs and things that don't really have like a front facing, you know, you could, if you're, if you're a super talented front end developer, I mean, I have friends that have made, you know, like just personal portfolio websites where the website itself is like a work of art. And it's a lot harder to kind of show off your skills in a smaller kind of, you know, bite-sized chunk in the backend space. And so I think that part of what is great about Bloomtech's curriculum, like Rachel said, it was co-developed with Amazon. And so a lot of our projects, you know, kind of in each unit, we're taking kind of a small piece of some kind of theoretical Amazon product, giving us a, a kind of a scaffold and then building out a new feature or building out more functionality in kind of a larger product. And then being able to put those projects on, you know, like our own GitHubs and say, here's this, you know, here's this microservice that I extended in this way, here's the work I did. And that was something that was even called out specifically, um, you know, when I was interviewing with Elucian and then they say, oh, you know, one of the senior developers that was in my final round interview said, you know, I looked through your code and I can see that not only can you like add, you know, to a code base, but you can read through kind of an existing complicated project and find ways to grow it. And I think that, you know, in the backend space, there's a lot more demand, not just for kind of projects that you can do on your own and wrap your head around, but kind of, you know, like in my current job coming into a code base where some of it dates back 10, 15, 20 years and being able to add functionality, understand what's going on quickly. You know, it's a little bit of a different skill set than kind of the full stack front end world. Um, and so this, this program in particular was able to kind of show those particular skills. And then I'm able to say, Look, here's what I built. I understand how to, you know, build APIs in this way. Work with these databases, um, whether it's a SQL database or something like Amazon DynamoDB, and that is, you know, that flexibility and um, and and like you said, show don't tell is really hard. I think in general for the backend space. So being able to do that with these blue type projects was super valuable. So Rachel, tell us about your thoughts on that and, and what you all are doing in your career services team from even day one to begin to have these types of conversations to, to build the portfolios and, and just, just tell us more about what it's like, what your team is doing, what your coaches are doing um, 
even from day one when a student starts the program. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I want to give a, a shout out to our curriculum development team. I mean, these folks have their pulse on what's going on in the market for all of our programs, yeah. for all three of our programs. Um, and that's how they design like what projects are included in the curriculum. So in terms of having that applied experience, and you know, my previous role was in more traditional higher ed in a master's program, and the Bloom Tech learners very clearly finished with more projects than those master's students did. And so that's uh, just something that's exciting for me. It was a huge driver, driver for me personally to come to Bloom Tech, just knowing that we're actually training folks on what they need to get the job. And then my team's goal is to make sure they can translate that. So translate that onto their resume, translate that when they're telling their stories. Um, and we do that in both like group settings. So throughout the curriculum, we have things called pace groups where you can come check in with peers um, and kind of make progress together. Since we do have a flexible study environment and you can study on your own time, attend live events in your own time. These pace groups are meant to be a place where you can come check in with the career coach, um, with a learner assistant. Um, and we always cover a career development topic there as well. So that's a great place to practice telling your story. Um, as well as just providing one-on-one -on -one support to learners. You know, maybe they schedule an informational interview, which is something we talk about a lot and they want to prepare for that. For every informational interview or any interview or any technical interview that our learners schedule, they can schedule a prep session with a career coach, with a technical coach, um, to make sure that they feel really confident going into that, sharing their story, sharing their projects. We also have like a library of different worksheets and resources. And one of them is how to talk about a technical project in an interview. And that's something we work through with our learners. So really just making sure, like I always say to folks, if you get an interview scheduled, if you have a conversation scheduled, if you're ready to start applying to jobs, whenever that is, we've got you covered. Um, and so just making sure that folks are really taking advantage of, of all those resources. The last thing that I'll just include is that when our learners do launch their job search, we talk a lot about applications and outreach, a lot. But we also talk about continuing your technical projects um, and we have technical office hours. So even our graduates and honestly, alumni can come back, meet with an engineer from industry, get help and support on their projects. And so we want to make sure that, like Aaron said, a job search can take anywhere from two months to six months or more, right? Depending on, on different limitations. Um, and so you need to keep your skills fresh. You can't not code while you're job searching. And so having access to technical support during the job search is something that we really pride ourselves on also. Yeah, all this this community support essentially and support from 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 colleagues, from other uh, learners in the cohorts and in the career support team. And, and all this is just really, you know, meeting that need to, to be supported. And I think this is worth emphasizing um, because there's so many people trying to do things on their own out there, you know, whether that's, you know, learning to code itself, uh, or or trying to do a job hunt, and it can feel lonely in the job hunt, especially to to try to do this stuff on your own. And I think it's it's an intangible benefit in the sense to have just the person can message on Slack and let's let's set up a prep session for an informational interview and so forth. Okay. Like these things really create that that sense of of calm and and like and and trust that there's that there's you're going to have success if you just keep 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 at it and you have people that are cheerleading you on the side you know absolutely and and one thing i'll leave, i'll just add to that is like we do have a job search peer group that we run weekly so you can come you know just like sanity check with peers it's run by a coach we talk through blockers things like that it's a very just like open sharing space we always you know if there's time cover a specific job search topic 
Um, but it's also like a really good place to just connect with other job searchers in your field or adjacent fields. Because I think one of the gems of Bloom Tech, even though you know we were a remote school even before COVID, is our alumni network is so strong. So I always try to impress on learners, like the people you meet here, that's going to be your professional network in the future. So get to know them, find the opportunities to interact. And when you see it happen, it's it's just cool. It's very, it's exciting to see. And then I've seen alumni now hire each other for their second jobs and third jobs. So absolutely that community piece, Joel, is so important. Yeah, that total, totally. Let's talk about that alum piece because, you know, I did a podcast a few weeks back with, with Taylor Curran, one of your other alum and everyone listening, encourage you to, to check out that, that episode from a few weeks back. And that was one of the main points she gave is she got her current job through a connection of a Bloom Tech alum. And, and these, these types of, of connections, it's like, it's so essential. So yeah, Aaron, like, tell us about what that's been like, um, just the, the general, the community element and the alumni network and, and all the different value you've received in that sense. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it, for it, it runs, it runs a scale for me. Like I, I went through the program pretty quickly and it was kind of right at that point when we had, when they had transitioned into the kind of you know, learn it, you like the flexible schedule. And so I think especially some of the people that were there um, for longer have like a group of people that, that they went with that they're super close with. Um, but I think for me, it was being able to talk to people that had been through the program and ask questions, post, you know, and I think that this is one of the things that tools like Slack make so valuable, which is, you know, in the past, it might have been that you'd be on some platform, you'd be a student. And then once you're done, you're done. And you might, you know, maybe there's like, an alumni group on Facebook, but nobody really checks it. Or yeah. maybe there's like, you know, but to be able to just transition from like a, you know, learner Slack to an alumni Slack, we still, I still see people are posting their hiring stories and people are saying, Oh, you know, my company's hiring. Um, and that these things don't go away. Like you're just, you know, it's to me, it's kind of similar into the other ways that for this type of role, the Bloom tech is kind of iterating on a traditional, you know, four-year institutions, environment is, is like, I went to a four-year college and I'm sure that they have, you know, plenty of alumni resources, but it's all kind of locked behind bureaucracy and it's, you know, kind of slow and hard to access. I don't really know anyone from my school who's leveraged like alumni network connections to get jobs, maybe someone they met at school, but that's, you know, kind of equivalent. Whereas here it's like so easy to say, here's this kind of, you know, distributed permanent network of people and you have some sort of shared experience and shared values from having chosen to go through this path that, you know, I certainly would, you know, be excited to, you know, if I ever have that kind of power to hire people in the future to say, you know, let's, let's lay, you know, let's hire some Bloom Tech, you know, learners um, at, at Lucian or wherever I may end up in the future. Yeah. It's amazing. The power of a, of a solid slot community in, in 2023. Like to be able to just direct message somebody who's who has that shared value and shared interest and experience in in Bloom Tech and everything, that's like really really powerful in in the modern world. So, well, I'm in this last few minutes of the conversation. Would love to just hear either of y'all uh, speak about just thoughts on this current job market and job hunt tips, and maybe just a. a a voice of of optimism and encouragement for people, maybe not necessarily who are breaking into you know a web development career, but just anyone in the job hunt. 
um, and tips and strategies and encouragement in that department. Totally. I'll piggyback off of what you just said about Slack communities. Um, I like took some notes in advance of this uh, of this call, just regarding like, okay, what are the what are the, some of these main strategies? And honestly, finding local Slack communities is a huge unlock with engaging with your local community. Live events are back. You can go to a networking event. But if you join any, you know, search your city and the word tech and Slack, you'll find some sort of Slack community um, with folks. There's always a job board. You can see who's hiring. And the power of seeing who's hiring is even if they're not hiring for a role that you're specifically looking for, they're they're hiring. So stay on, keep yourself a list, stay on top of their job board. You now have usually someone like directly on the team, not necessarily someone in recruiting to reach out to. So we talk a lot to our learners now about the power of different Slack or Discord or, you know, other types of communities in finding like-minded professionally individuals to interact with. And it's it's led to a, a few of our offers in the past quarter when like kind of just traditional job search was a bit slower. We also talk a lot at Moontech around like quality over quantity, which I think, you know, there's a ton yep, of articles yep. about. Um, but that said, like in this market, you need a bit more quantity, but you can't give up the quality, right? So like we talk a lot about our 10-10 method, 10 applications and outreach per week um, with the follow-up messages. And, and we do a lot of the top of funnel job search for our job searchers um, in terms of just finding, writing, emailing those, like getting the emails for those folks. Um, but you might want to do something more like 15-15 in this market. Don't go up on quality. Give it a bit more uh, a bit more of your time per week. Um, and we haven't seen momentum in interviewing change. So it takes a bit more of those applications per interview. Um, but if you're doing that, we are seeing our learners get interviews. So I would say like strategically find the roles, utilizing the communities, and then not giving up on quality are some of the main strategies. Also, like just in terms of the strategically finding the roles, like staying on top of who's fundraising, right? There's not a lot of fundraising happening, but it is happening. Those places will likely be hiring. So we stay on top of that for our learners as well. Like as Aaron mentioned, we do a lot of job sourcing that we'll post internally. Those are things that we stay on top of to really be strategic in our support. But we definitely encourage our learners to look at things like that, apply to roles quickly when they're posted. Um, so you can be one of the first ones in and one of the first ones outreaching um, and really just maintaining that momentum and that support. So you cannot do a job search in isolation. Well, you can. You'll just get super burnt out and sad. So utilize the support that, you know, if you're at BloomTech, that BloomTech offers. But if you're anywhere, just like find other people job searching, whether it's in a Slack community or whether it's like some friends from high school you haven't spoken to in a while, but you saw on LinkedIn that they were laid off and they're job searching. See if you can schedule like an accountability call every other week. That peer support could just be really, really powerful. That's my spiel. How about you, Eric? Yeah, and I, and I would add, you know, like um, I think that in this market, you know, especially kind of considering kind of the the uncertain broader economics is is to think about what industries are really like building things that people want. And you know, so like my job is in higher ed, and you know, colleges aren't colleges are evolving, but they're not going anywhere quickly. And that was part of you know, like my you know, and in Thing, uh, thing that I was thinking about when I was thinking about this job and, you know, thinking about, you know, I think that there is kind of a niche of maybe like medium-sized kind of solid, profitable companies that maybe they're not, you know, the the flashiest thing. Maybe they're not making, they're not, you know, getting to the top of Hacker News every day, but it's, you know, something that is stable and profitable and they just need developers, you know, of all sorts. And so I think that, you know, yeah, like, Things like higher ed, medicine, you know, um, 
I've seen a lot of people, you know, in you know, more industrial industries. There's a lot of um, construction tech. That's a really big growing industry right now. And and guess what? We need more, you know, we need to build more housing. We need more stuff to be built. And so that stuff isn't going anywhere. And I think that not just thinking of tech as its own thing, always on its own, like there are tech companies that really just build software, but thinking about where in the world that software is being used can also be a way to think of like what might be helpful. And also that's going to make your job hunt more exciting if you're looking at industries that you're excited to work for, that you feel connected to, um, et cetera, and so forth. And so, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be too scared, like, like, um, and too focused on the headlines of a few larger companies that are, that are laying people off. There's still a huge industry, not just of tech companies, but of companies that need, that need developers, even if they might not kind of show up on the first list of 10 or 15 places that people think of. I love it. 100%, 100%. And it goes back to that mindset of quality over quantity, focusing on companies that are exciting to you, focusing on companies that are in industries perhaps that are growing and, and looking for those companies that are recently raised raised round of funding is so big. And I'll, I'll link in the show notes here. It's one of our top articles about how to discover tech companies on Crunchbase and how to use the advanced search feature to find those specific companies and just again, focusing in and recognizing that you have the power to choose your mindset, no matter what the macro world is doing. Um, and even in the thirties, people, there were industries thriving, like you need to just focus in on what's in your sphere of control and, and you can make it happen. So, Hey, this has been, a, it's been a fun conversation and we're going to link in the show notes to our link to bloom tech. If you're interested in learning more and starting, uh, you can start a, a three week trial and kind of just dive in and, and meet people, meet, meet instructors at Bloom Tech and get a taste for that over three weeks. So we'll link to that in the show notes as well as we'll link to um, the article that we just we just released um, with Aaron specifically about his story and, and his break into, into web development and back end. So lots of good stuff. And thank you so much to both of you for your time. Thank you. Yeah, of this course. Is so much fun. Thank you.